Hi, I'm Pawi, and you're listening to Rappler Podcast. You're listening to Hustles Inside the Industry, where we talk to professionals and find out how they got here, why they're doing what they do, and what it takes to do it. As always, this is Pawi from Rappler's Hustle Team, and as we leave 2020 behind us, we, especially business owners, venture into even more economic uncertainty this coming year. So joining us today, we have a guest who decided he would outmaneuver and out-hustle the pandemic and tackle 2021 head-on. His name is Kian Kazemi. He's the founder of Persia Grill Concept Group in Poblacion and Kazemi Home. Welcome, Kian. Hey, Pawi. Thanks for having me. Yeah. It's, uh, I'm humbled. I'm humbled. Yeah, man. I know that you have quite a colorful story to share. So normally I ask our guests, you know, what is your epic origin story? Man, uh, I'm going to try to compress it because uh, <laughs> I've been on Earth for 34 years and counting. Yeah. And Bless. I've started from the ground up, ground zero. So I'm not scared of doing what I do because I, I've, I've come from humble beginnings. So my dad's an immigrant from Iran, mm-hmm. formerly known as Persia. And my mom's Ilonga, Filipina. So when my dad came here because of the revolution back in uh, the 70s, he did it because if you stayed in Iran, you were required to join the military service mm-hmm. and fight, you know, the war that even if you don't agree with, right? So my dad, he was like the eldest of his siblings and kind of like the breadwinner. So he decided to pick the Philippines as a destination to further his studies as a you know dentistry student because it was good money if you're a dentist mm. and you, you get back to Iran. But the choices are if you had money, you go to the United States. If you didn't have money, Philippines was your best bet. <laughs> so it was uh, yeah. you know, more reason economically more reasonable. Long story short, when he went to CEU, he studied in CEU here in the Philippines. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And... Uh, when he met my mom, because he visited Iloilo, he met my mom over there, and they they he was supposed to get back to Tehran, the capital mm-hmm. of Iran, but then he fell in love with a Filipina, and the love of a Filipina is one of the best things, you know. <laughs> you know how to take care Amen. of the man. <laughs> yep. So uh, they started selling whatever they can get their hands on during while they were like students in uh, the university. So from there, they they learned the business acumen. From a young age, then my dad decided, "Hey, I might not earn as much if I become a dentist because you know he finished it, he finished the whole thing, but at the end he didn't practice. He went straight into garment business. Wow, that was yeah. one of the first ones they did, like you know, uh, tailor tailor shop, uh, and then they went to another business which was uh, uh, Persian carpets. So it, it's been there for like 22 years and counting." Then they did like a topsilog place called Moby Dick, also in Baclaran. <laughs> nice. They were hustling, man. And yeah, then yeah, uh, yeah. they went to this other business, which was direct selling. They were competing with the giants, Avon, Natasha at the time. Mm. And they wanted to come up with their own. It's called Ariane, the brand. Uh, it's mm. named after my younger brother. And <laughs> we even got, you know, we, we had our own shoe design in Marikina. We even had nice. our own, you know, cologne. We, we actually uh, had uh, shoemakers from Marikina in a previous episode. But yeah, that's... Yeah, that respect to point. them. They're, yeah. they're pretty good. Yeah, man. So we, we, we did the whole shebang. We, we hired <laughs> a, a artista to be the cover of our catalog. 
And it was doing well at the beginning until, you know, mismanagement and we didn't know the business. Well, I was young at the time. Mm-hmm. And that was the business that brought us to our knees. It was it hit, we hit rock bottom. Uh, mm-hmm. We were in the we were in the bankruptcy uh, mode, mm-hmm. and we had to sell our house because I grew up in Alabang, and you know uh, mm-hmm. a gated community. I learned how to bike in a, in mm-hmm. a nice you know peaceful village, and that was just taken away from us just to pay off our debts with the banks and yeah. all that. So my dad said the only thing you should remember is keep your name clean. Because that's the only thing you own, right, you know. Right. So you need to have that because uh, a good debt, you know, for for you to have good debt, you have to have good credit. Yes. And your name has to be good. For sure. So man. so we believe in in uh, good debt versus bad debt, wherein if you borrow money from the bank, for example, to buy a house for your personal use, mm-hmm. then that's a bad debt because you owe the bank money and you have to pay him. But right. if you buy a house. To rent you borrow it money out. from the bank yeah. to rent out half of it mm-hmm. and half of it you use or you rent out one room. So it's self-liquidating. It's paying for itself. Right, you right. just put the down payment and you make your money back. And that's how you climb the ladder, you know, to you acquiring assets mm-hmm. and passive assets, income, yeah. which is the goal. I mean, it, it seems like, you know, you had a lot already um a lot of knowledge passed down to you at an early age. But I also know that, you know, you took your own paths in a way for instance i think some people would recognize your name from pinoy big brother uh maybe we can talk about that a bit and and maybe how that uh, the experiences you got from that and doing your own thing kind of like intermingled with what you were taught as a kid and like made you who you are today truth be told the only reason i got into uh show business you know it's for show it's show business mm-hmm. this was because of need Need is the mother of all invention. Yeah. Pushes us to become our best selves. And I was at that point when we were starting to just, you know, recover from bankruptcy, but we were not out of it. I'm the eldest child among four siblings. We're, we're four of us. Mm-hmm. We're three boys and one, uh, my baby sister. Mm-hmm. She's the youngest. And um, yeah. so, yeah, Bunso. So I, 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 saw, I saw the trials and tribulations that they've been through. My parents tried to shield us, but of course, I was aware that man, we we came from a good house. Now we're in, we we were all stuck mm. in a one room apartment, I all see. of us in one room. Uh, before I came from yeah. a house, we had each had their own rooms. So I said, man, something must be up, something <laughs> wrong. <laughs> right, but right. you know, I was still happy. I was still happy. You know, uh, I was always looking at the bright side of things, and my parents always trained me that way. Like as long as we're together, we're all here. It's all good. And that gave me the boost of confidence to try out new things. Hence, I ended up trying out uh, doing commercials. This was the beginning mm. before Pinoy Big Brother. I, I used to go out, you know, starting to party, starting to check out, you know, the nightlife scene, the mm-hmm. nightlife. There was a, a guy who approached me with a calling card. Hey, maybe you should go to a VTR. This was Monaco Agency. Monaco is okay, a talent yeah. agency, commercial yeah. agency. And uh, under their stables uh, before was uh, Andrew Wolf, Jesse Mendiola, mm-hmm. other, other you know, celebrities who made it. And uh, they, they saw potential in me. I was a chubby kid trying to you know, shed off those <laughs> baby fats at the time. And they said, hey, you know, they gave me the boost of confidence also that, hey, you got to you know, start working out, do this. And then they were the ones who gave me a call. I was just a supporting role, you know, a, a role player, a sec- second, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know, second to the, the lead. 
And all we had to do was, you know, play our part. And I was so happy to get the job that I gave 110% on the sideline. Mm-hmm. And then the director yells cut at the at the main star and said, Ulitin mo yan, do it again, do it again. Mm. Punyata mali, punyata, gawin mo yan. But he was mm. already pissed off at the main guy. So he said, he decided, oh, let's switch it up. Oh, ikaw, Kian, dito ka sa gitna. Because <laughs> he saw it in the screen, eh. That's the director's yeah, yeah. job. Yeah, and yeah. then, uh, pare, you know what happened, Pawi? He j- I just did the same thing that I did on the <laughs> sideline because I was so happy to be getting yeah, yeah. the job. Yeah, for sure. My first paycheck was 28,000 pesos. I yeah, was so that's happy. Brilliant. That was big money. <laughs> that was big money back in the day, man. Yeah. And my first paycheck, the 28,000, I gave it to my mom. I said, Ma, that's for you. There's more where that came from. Yeah. I had, I don't know why I said that. It was like confidence. Like, uh, I really, I really felt like I was gonna get more gigs. And that's the law of attraction that I want to tell you that I, mm, I believe yeah, in. Yeah. I'm a firm believer. Right. Your thoughts become words. Your words become action. And that 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 lives true until today. I swear mm. to you. Keep your thoughts in check. If you're 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 going to the negative side or you mm. know, you're being depressed at the mm-hmm, moment. Mm-hmm. I know. People are tackling a lot of mental health issues at, at this time because we're stuck at home. Yeah. You got to get out of that funk. Do an activity. Do jump rope. Do do mm-hmm. a biking. Do something. Because uh, moving your body, you you release endorphins, happy yes, hormones, amen. working out. You, know? <laughs> you need that to get yeah. out of that funk. Because yeah. if your mind is not right, then your life won't be right. Take yeah. that from me. Because I also went into a slight, you know, off my game it happens to the best of us. We, mm-hmm. we, you know, doubt creeps in. Uh, you know, you you start to li- listen to the haters. Mm-hmm. That's not good. The moment you rise above it, if you can manage your own thoughts and have inner management of yourself, inner engineering, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and that's when you will achieve greater things. So because of that, Monaco, the agent agency, told me, "Hey, there's a special edition for Pinoy Big Brother," and I'm like, "What's that?" Parang jolog sa manyan. Yeah. I said, <laughs> that's what I said. And then, hindi, hindi ang jolog. It's a job. You just have to be yourself, Kian. And ikaw naman, prangka kang tao. I'm very outspoken. They like yeah. that. Because I'm, yeah. I, you know, and my dad always says, hey, Kian, watch out for your tongue. That can crown you, make you king, or that can get you hung. Yeah. Because, you know, your, your tongue can hurt people or it can make people love you. So when my agent told me, hey, come over so I, I accepted I was gonna go to the audition it was a special audition season 2 this was relatively new mm-hmm. to the public so mm-hmm. people didn't know the game plan even mm-hmm. you know we didn't know what, what to do what to expect so he said nasa bahay kayo uh, 12 different personalities they're gonna lock you in one house no outside connection no no TV mm-hmm. no cell phone nothing no clock no watch so it's a psychological house because this was a uh, it's a franchise from yep. Uh, yep. the Netherlands, and you even talk to a psychiatrist before you enter. Oh. So the psychiatrist has that's to good. evaluate you. <laughs> yeah, that's if, important, yeah, it, bro. It, it, it's safe, man. Right? It <laughs> yeah, be because yeah. you might be crazy and do yeah, some harm yeah, yeah. inside. This special audition was you were. I was up against other commercial age uh, agencies talent. So mm-hmm. I was up against tall guys with abs and I was, you know, <laughs> chubby kid with confidence yeah. trying to, you know, start up, start working out. Yeah. I was new to it. And then uh, I was actually late, man. So Oh, no. That's yeah, a big that's a, no. That's, that's a big no. That's no. a big no. Yeah. <laughs> that's why after that, I, I respect time even more because 
I believe time is the most valuable currency. Money mm. you can lose and you can earn it back. Yeah. But time, once you lose it, you can't take that it's back, gone. man. Yeah. So when I was on the way, the, the agent said, Oh, nasan ka na? Ah, sir, I'm still in EDSA, blah, blah, blah. Nako, wag ka na pumunta. Late ka na. That's oh, what he told yeah. me. Ah. Other yeah. people would take that and say, Okay, I won't go na. Yeah, but yeah. me, being Mr. Pasaway, <laughs> I said, bahala na. <laughs> when I arrived, the door was shut. It, there was a sign, auditions are over. And then I knocked at the door. There was no one there. Huh? I had my documents with me, birth mm. certificate, all that requirements. Then the lady opens the door, masungit. <laughs> uh, ano yun? Uh, Ma'am, mag-audition ako. Hindi ka ba marun magbasa? You don't know how to read. Mm-hmm, We're done. Mm-hmm. So she points at the sign. And then I'm like, you know, persistent guy. And persistence is really a key formula to success. So I put my foot on the door when she was going to shut it down. Mm-hmm. She was going to shut the door. Please, ma'am, sige na, papasukin niyo ako. With that split second, Pawi, that bought me enough time for the manager to walk by. Mm-hmm. Imagine, ah, this is a true mm-hmm. story, man. Mm-hmm. I ain't bullshitting. He was mm-hmm. like, ano, ano kaguluhan yan? What's going on? Sir, uh, kasi ito, yo, late na. I said, hindi na pwede pumasok. Uh, and then I said, sir, sige na, please. Uh, you know, my mom, you know, she really wants me to try out. Because mm-hmm. my mom really wanted Mm-hmm. Okay, papasukin mo na yan. He mm-hmm. told me to go in. I won't forget. He became my friend, Ron. Sir Ron, Gosh. thank you. When I get this job, I'll never forget you. This is what I told him. Mm-hmm. Another boost of confidence. Bro, until today, we're friends, me and Ron. Yeah, today, brilliant. <laughs> because of that extra push of persistence, an opportunity presented itself. Yeah. And I was able to enter the auditions wherein it was already filtered to, like, out of 200, mm-hmm. 50 na lang yun nandun. Mm-hmm. And when I went in in front of the panel, <laughs> yeah, the bosses of ABSA, EBN yeah. were all sitting down there like, you know, American Idol. They were all sitting yeah, yeah. down and I was in the middle alone. Yeah. They're like, sino ka? Wala ka dito kanina. You weren't here. So yeah. they know their they know their fucking talents, uh-huh. you know? And and then I just said, sorry, I'm late. They said, oh, never mind. Tell me your name and your life story. Boom. That's it. May a lot of people, but that one's a lot, but I know that there are some people who would happily use I'm polyamorous label to basically justify anything, mm-hmm. to justify sleeping around, to justify not committing, but that flies in the face naman of how we see it. It's my choice not to be a mother, but I'm not, it's not dissing on, mothers, dissing yeah. on motherhood, oh, about, on it's parenthood. It's like purely person-to-person basis. Oh, oh. I'm Marguerite Leon, host of Rappler's I've Got an Opinion, where I speak to ordinary people who have a lot to say about extraordinary issues. Listen in every other Wednesday at 8 p.m. on SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, and Spotify. Fast forward all the way. You have your restaurant businesses and bars. You can talk a bit about that. How did how did that propel you uh, to open up shop in Poblacion and expanding into the food and beverage industry? Well, uh, the truth is I didn't expect to land on uh, media, you know, to be part of media and to be in a reality show. I was just doing the commercials just to earn my allowance and not ask for my parents. Because mm. my dad, before he releases allowance, he'll make you earn it. Answer the phone, clean the floor, do this, do that. Mm, chores, it was easy yeah. to ask allowance from, from my mom. Man. Actually, the, the main goal was to open up a restaurant. And that was okay. like the graduation gift of my parents to me. But I I, I took up hotel restaurant management in La Salle Benil. Mm, okay, okay. Did you know, Pawi, that I tried out my first choice for my college degree was in De La Salle University, Maine. 
Mm. And because I failed the entrance exam in business, huh? business uh. was my business management was my first choice. I failed. And failure is a deter to success. I, yeah, I always man. say this. Mm-hmm. Guess what? The people from De La Salmin always get me to be a speaker in front of the, <laughs> you know, the, the business management students who are about to graduate. Yeah. I don't know how I became a motivational speaker. Irony. But <laughs> yeah, they, they, they started to... I, I spoke there like five times already. Mm-hmm. So I'm honored to be, you know, asked back to the school that, you know, I failed yeah. in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To talk in front of college students who are about to graduate, <laughs> the course that I wasn't accepted in. Yeah. For me, life is beautiful, man. There's no such thing as one way formula to success. There's a dozen ways to make it. There's a dozen ways. You just have to be persistent. So going back, I wasn't, you know, part of my um, prerequisite in Benil as a hotelier to graduate was uh, OJT, mm, okay. on-the-job training. Yeah, yeah. And my hotel of choice was Mandarin at the time in, uh, mm, in, in okay. Makati Al. Yeah. So I, I was opening the door. You know, as a concierge, carrying bags, washing dishes, really? man. Really, yeah. all the things, man. I, uh, it was humbling experience. And uh, I told my parents, I don't want to work for anyone, dad. I want to work for myself. Mm. After, you know, doing that, I said, I want to own my time. I want to be my own boss, but I want to own my time. And um, so he said, okay, when you graduate, that's our graduation gift. They gave me an opportunity to open Persia Grill in a small car park in Valero. 12 mm. years ago yeah and it was the capacity was only 10 people can fit it was that mm-hmm. small at first what we're not, there's no one coming in we only made 500 pesos mm-hmm. you know my mom was like the cashier i was the waiter my dad was in the kitchen we were all helping each other because we were we were just trying to get back on our feet from bankruptcy yeah. this was the time and then at the same time before it, before it opened i mean before it snowballed into getting more popular that's when i also entered the big brother house so it ah, was a okay. cross so it promotion coincided. Ah, yeah that's how ah. and then from there i started to build on the brand and i said i want to do something that is more my creative ideas hmm. you know out of the box because persia grill had my you know my parents fingerprints around it also mm-hmm. because they they were holding down the fort while I was in show business because I did a lot of work for ABS-CBN. I was in a travel show. I was always out and about. And uh, that was Trip the Trip, one of the best jobs I ever got. (laughs) What happened there was uh, I said, man, I want to open a bar. Hence, Kite Kebab Bar was born. Mm. And the law of attraction here was... I was I was always hanging out in Poblacion area before yeah. it started. To That's not it. It wasn't even explode. like Poblacion, Poblacion. It was. It was. There, I was always hanging out in Tambay, uh, and then I was hanging out in uh, Senior Polio. You know those spots. So, funny story, man. Law of attraction applied again. Okay. I was sitting in Senior Polio eating, and then I saw my friend on the other table. So I went up and talked to her. I'm like, Hey, hi. How are you? And then I was like, oh, nice to see you here, you know. And then I just told her about my dream to open a bar here because I said, man, this is a good spot. I'm always mm. hanging around here. Mm-hmm. Why don't I open my own? By by speaking it, you know, to existence to her, mm-hmm. guess what she said? Oh, I'm here with my dad. It's his birthday. I'm treating him. He owns that house in front of Senior <laughs> Polo. He points yeah, at the yeah. house in front, yeah, man. Yeah. I'm like, oh my gosh. Yeah. What an opportunity. Yeah. So I and started then... to, you know, 
talk to the dad. I said, and then I was courting them for them to rent out the, you know, just the front mm-hmm. area. So I said, Tito, can you rent out this space? Because he had the water station at the time there. Mm-hmm. I said, you can put your water station at the back. I gave him my idea. You can earn extra income because water station, you deliver. 90% That's is true. delivery. That's true. So you don't need it to be in the front. Why don't you move it in the back and I'll offer you to rent this spot in the front. And I got this living room, man. Uh, that's how <laughs> it started. Then now we have three kites. We have kite in Salcedo Village near oh, the park. one there. Okay. Makati. Be- beautiful. And then we're opening, yeah. yeah, we're opening another kite in BGC, one Bonifacio. Oh, district. really? Yeah, so. Downstairs? It all started in Poblacion. Yeah, downstairs. Nice. We're opening next year. And, uh, from there, we found another spot and we opened Lobo Filipino Tavern, which mm-hmm. was a tribute to my mom's roots, Ilongo food, mm-hmm. Filipino. So that's how, you know, everything just just happens when, yeah. you, when yeah. you really put it into, into you know, action. So let's, let's, let's talk about that for a bit because, you know, what, what, what year... What year was this when when Kite first opened and and so? Twenty fifteen. Okay, twenty fifteen. Twenty fifteen, uh, Kite was born, and uh, from there, it gave me confidence because uh, it was more of my style. So it's funky, eclectic. Mm-hmm. Uh, my friend did Younger. the artwork. <laughs> yeah, it's more yeah. like you know, it's a hangout spot. Yeah. Persian Grill is more like dine and you you yeah. eat and go right. Traditional. This yeah. one. Yeah, you sit down, you bring your friends, you have a drink, you stay and eat some more. Like, because no. I love to travel, and traveling, uh, it's one thing that you pay for and you only get richer. Mm, I get so, that. Yeah. By 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 traveling, I I learned a lot when I went to San Sebastian, Spain. I went to Barcelona. Mm, yeah. I love the tapas scene. A lot of spots so said, there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so the the nightlife and the food scene there was epic. So I said. Why don't I, uh, you know, emulate it and, tr- you know, translate it into Mediterranean, mm-hmm. which is our forte, Persian Mediterranean food. Mm-hmm. So the, the concept of kite, you know, evolved from my travels. And I said, you know, you can pick, little, you know, different f- plates mm-hmm. and then have drinks to pair it with. Mm-hmm. So that's how it all came together. Nice. nice. And so, so, but in- it's so interesting, you know, we, yeah, you mentioned like, you know, food, uh, districts or like just like areas where because like i think of san sebastian and barcelona and all that you know you're hopping from spot to spot and it was only like maybe years after you opened that poblacion became you know what it is today right or rather what it is uh at the start of recently yeah yeah so let's let's dig into that now how did because you know i've had how many i think we've had maybe two poblacion spots um on this podcast since uh the pandemic and yet uh you know you seem to have kept your doors open the whole time so tell us tell us a, a bit about that how did Poblacion change this year and how were you able to weather this storm when the march 17 if i, I if i recall mm-hmm. correctly the yeah. lockdown started uh we we decided, hey, we ain't gonna close. We, we're food, we're essential. So we found a way to pick up our our, our staff with our own shuttle service, and okay. then we already had plans in the pipelines even before the pandemic hit us to really get into food manufacturing and you know mm-hmm. pack our kebabs ready catering to cook and at stuff home. also. Yeah, yeah, also catering, but more of like you know we want to see our kebabs in the shelves. In, in supermarkets mm, and nationwide. Mm, so we were mm. working towards that. So as soon as it, the lockdown happened, 
we started launching our ready to cook at home kebab kits you know nice, we had the nice. sauces in the bottle yeah. and all that <laughs> yeah so that kept us afloat and we found ways to you know deliver food even in pandemic situations believe it or not i would even go around bgc in my vespa to deliver because <laughs> you know there, i had nothing to do and yeah, i can't yeah. stay home the whole time i wore yeah. a mask and safety stuff but i would also deliver I, i'd bring my bike around just to get out of the house yeah man that's how i love my job that's that's very important yeah. also if you want to succeed in something you better enjoy it one way or another or mm-hmm. else you're in the wrong business okay brilliant you know we talked about food and beverage and now i understand um that you're also you know you're you're really taking the this all-around entrepreneurship uh career like seriously so and and i know that you're into like mot- you mentioned you're into motivational speaking now um can you comment a bit on that and like what what's that even like and how do you even get into that kind of stuff at the beginning i i really didn't know i was going to be dubbed a motivational speaker cuz uh i think it was by when in manila dot com they they put something out there they picked from different sectors or different career uh, mm-hmm. paths mm-hmm speakers and i was just which one was me, yours was it what were you there for the uh the food, bar stuff the food, okay, the, okay. the food uh mm-hmm. and my story that from humble beginnings mm-hmm. and i was just you know shocked to be there among seasoned veterans so but now i've embraced it because i've seen more purpose than being on show business because show business is mm-hmm. only for show yeah and what i'm doing as a motivational speaker i would say i'd rather be you know a thought leader i'll teach people mm-hmm. how to think I'll, i'll teach them how to have a mental blueprint to succeed and get out of that depression or that state of funk that they're in mm-hmm. and by being invited to college universities and even talk to actual uh, upper management of big corporations wow. <laughs> uh, I, I, i'm honored man like yeah. you know to be talking to upper management of like century tuna group mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. uh you know yellow cab group all these big companies would hire my services to give the people a little boost because they're yeah. in you know in a different uh, state of mind I, i i feel it's such a calling because i i enjoy uplifting people through real life lessons that i've been through because mm-hmm. what mm-hmm. i share with them are what happened to me So they can relate. It's not like some bullshit I created, you know, mm-hmm. make believe. Yeah, one, yeah. One of the stories that I always share with them is, uh, you know, how we, 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 we as are. When I say we, uh, there's no I in team, but right. there's I in win. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but uh, you know, my dad, my dad is, uh, he's really brilliant. He, he's the visionary who trained me how to, how to be this way. Because he he came from zero and an immigrant to an unknown land. Yeah, he doesn't man. speak the language. Yeah, he doesn't That's speak any crazy. English. <laughs> he learned how to speak English here. He learned how to understand Tagalog. He speaks Farsi, man. We speak yeah, Farsi. Yeah. So, yep. My dad, at, when he was fifty-six, he always wanted to have a building of his own. You know, like a statement. I want to have a building, passive income. It's a dream. So on his fifty-sixth birthday, Pawi, my my brothers asked me. Hey, let's get dad uh, a shirt. Let's get him a shoe. I'm like, man, that's so that's so mm-hmm. normal. Let's yeah, yeah. get him something different. So I told them because at that time already I believed in this, the law of attraction or, or right. the secret, you know. Right. 
So I said, why don't we get him like some vision board, something like that. So I told them, this is a cheaper idea. Let's just print uh, a blueprint off Google. Let's just yeah, screen yeah. capture Google something Google, yeah. and just put, yeah, let's just put <laughs> Kazemi Tower on top and yeah. put his name and That's then so cute, happy man. birthday and frame it. Yeah. Bro, we did that. I was, he still has that. That's so cute, So when man. we gave that to him, <laughs> when he gave that to him, he, he got teary-eyed. And Damn, up to bro. now, it was on his uh, table every day. And mm. guess what? Fast forward, four to five years after, mm-hmm. I'm not saying you get it instantly. Yeah, yeah. Four to five years after. That's a short time. <laughs> K Residences is about to be done. Nice, by quarter dude. two next year, 2021. It's a 40-room yeah. service hotel uh, residences in Makati. We're okay. along Fillmore Casino Street ah, okay, near okay. Cash and Carry Mall. Yeah. So we had to sell a lot of kebabs, man, to build this hotel. <laughs> we're yeah. diversifying, man. We, we, we're we moving into real estate development mm-hmm. under Kazemi, Kazemi Property Incorporated, which is already registered in DTI. So we have a lot of plans down the road. So this is the first big project we have. It's K-Residences in Makati. Then the next project, uh, we'll do Tower 2, maybe a, a dormitory. Basta, we're getting into real estate. <laughs> and that's that's yeah. the end goal because we want to have passive income. So I believe food, shelter, clothing, and so technology. So basic needs, yeah. Yeah, are very important businesses that will mm-hmm. never go out of style, you know? For you personally, um, what's what's next for you in your own uh, personal life and, and career growth heading into 2021? Well, uh, being a father of two children, mm. like my, my son Callie's three and Aliana is uh, six months old, my daughter, it gave me a new set of eyes, new perspective that, okay, it's important to have, uh, you know, keep everything together because one of my end goal is intergenerational wealth, mm-hmm. something that I can mm-hmm. pass to my kids. Yeah. And But the pandemic showed me also that health is one of the important things to, you know, be thankful for, yeah. but don't yeah. sit on your comfort zone. Just build on top of what you have mm-hmm. because, you know, uh, life sometimes hits you with a curveball like this pandemic. So you you must have emergency funds. Yeah, man. Prepared. Like everyone's saving have, all of yeah. a sudden. You know? Yeah, you must have. You must always spend wisely. Don't yeah. buy what you want. Buy what you need. Remember that you know why we're working in the first place mm. is to provide for our family to give them a comfortable life with all the essential goods they need, and give them a good education. So balance your time wisely. Time management is key. I believe in the infinite eight, man. In mm. the Chinese, eight is uh, infinite, right? The money, mm, yeah. it's, it's very lucky, right? But look, mm. divide eight by, we have 24 hours in a day. No matter who you are, your Manny Pacquiao, your President Obama, whoever, right. you only have 24 hours in a day. So you need to balance that why, uh, you know, wisely. You yeah, need man. eight hours for good sleep. You need eight hours mm-hmm. for effective uh, work. You need eight hours to spend time with your family, with yourself, with your friends. Awesome. So it's how you Love maneuver that. it. If you, yeah. yeah, if you put too much time on your work, you 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 neglect. You time lose for out your on the other stuff. Yeah. yeah. You know, you you've shared like um, a a ton of gems all throughout this interview. It's it's been great. We we are wrapping up now, though. Um, with that, 
any last bits of advice for our listeners out there, especially those who are aspiring entrepreneurs like yourself? Uh, I'll give you the formula for life, man. <laughs> life equals the people you meet plus the things you create together. Nice. You can't yeah, do yeah. it on your own. You yeah, need. Yeah. We need each other. We need to put in our strengths together. I always <laughs> translate it into sports philosophy. Each player has a role to play. This guy's a shooter. Mm. This guy's a defender. Yes, this sir. guy's yeah. a passer. So you have to. You have to know who to surround yourself with. Pick the friends you, you you're around. Because if you want to be successful or you want to be in a position to you know, perform at the highest level, you need to hang around people who have the similar goals to yourself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's important to always sharpen yourself. We are the mm. greatest instrument we'll ever own in our lives is our, our, our self, our body and our mind. So you can always sharpen it by reading. If you're not a reader, there's other forms of media yeah, there's that you can so many. get. Yeah. You can learn from <laughs> podcasts. No you can yep, learn from, from, from documentary videos, from, yeah. from talks. So there's so many platforms awesome. of digesting new information awesome. to become your best self. Yeah. So remember, always be better than yesterday. Amen to that. We're going to wrap things up now as we always do with our play of the week. So we talked a lot about work and inspiration and hustle, but now let's talk about play. So any fun activities or recommendations for our listeners to unwind from the busyness of business? Kian, what you got? Well, uh, I, I love watching this guy, Sad Guru. Sad he Guru, has, yeah. Uh, he's on, yeah. You can check him out on YouTube. There's this uh, talk he did on inner management. It's like, you know, how to manage your thoughts and yourself. If, if for example, managers, they handle outside or exterior events in a mm-hmm. certain company, mm-hmm. the first step is to handle your inner self by, you know, keeping yourself in check first. If everything's Sick. going yeah. in line, you know, before you can help others, you got to help yourself. So Sadhguru is one of the guys I, I, I would highly recommend. He's got a channel. Uh, he's got... He's got a lot of videos. Yeah, YouTube, on YouTube. Yeah, mm-hmm. he, he's got a lot of uh, different topics. So you can just scroll through that. It, it helps a I'll lot. Check it out, yeah. And also another show that I, I highly recommend that you can learn fr- from is on Netflix. It's called mm-hmm. Explain. Oh, it's I love short. Explain. Yeah. Vox. That's They're a good great. one. Yep. Like, it's short and very precise. Yeah. It's like a documentary on things how it works, the, the origins also, and all the, these yeah. things. And they use facts. Yeah. For my play of the week, I'm going to recommend a show too. But this time, uh, it's it's a, it's a fiction. It's a comedy show, actually. And I think you might like this one, Kian, because it's about sports. Um, it's a brand new show called Ted Lasso. Like Lasso, like, you know, Cowboy Lasso. Yeah. It's, it's, the, it's, I think, the most popular show right now on Apple TV+. Plus. So, you know, Apple's part of the streaming wars now. And even if... I don't even have Apple TV+, Plus, but, like, even here in the Philippines, you can get a free trial of it, I think, for uh, 14 days. So if you want, you know, sign up for an Apple TV+, Plus free trial just to watch this show. It's a comedy with Jason Sudeikis, and th- this is really funny, dude. So he's basically a division... He was a division two football coach, like American football. Yeah, and then all of a sudden he gets he gets recruited to coach an English Premier League um, 
football as in soccer football team <laughs> so you know it's it's one of those like fish out he's like from the south in like the states yeah. he has like an accent and he has like no knowledge of you know european culture so i'll um, check that out yeah then. check it out man it's it's funny and it's like you know what you know what it is about it it's also a very like wholesome feel good show so i like watching yeah, it with my that. siblings we need that too. yeah you got your family watch it with the wife it's it's really funny man Thank Beautiful. you, Pawi. Yeah, thanks. I, I appreciate your time. <laughs> yeah, thanks for having me, man. Dude, it was it was a pleasure. Um, how about for our listeners? Any last plugs? How can they uh, check out your stuff and uh, follow well, you? Well, if they need, you know, uh, if they need, if they get hungry, you can check out our uh, online end-to-end service. We have PersiaGrill.ph. You can check out mm-hmm. our frozen, ready-to-eat foods. They're all there, and then we have Kazemi Home on uh, IG and and facebook you can order stuff you need for the house mm-hmm. so it's like end-to-end service will facilitate it for you best of luck and thanks again kian thank you so much brother have a good day man you too and thank you out there for listening if you haven't already please stay tuned to hustle inside the industry on spotify soundcloud apple google or wherever you find your podcasts don't forget to hit that subscribe button